If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a Stocks for Beginners quick tip. Essential lessons, questions answered. Ethan Waddell is an investment analyst at Einhold Capital. In this quick tip, Ethan discusses the psychology in investing and in the markets. As individual investors, what should we understand about our own thought processes? Well, I think that there's a lot. In general, people are subject to a lot of biases that can hurt their decision-making process. Being aware of these and taking steps to prevent them can really help investors avoid some major pitfalls. I think the first and the most important of these is confirmation bias. And this is the tendency to seek information that confirms what you already believe and reject information that disconfirms what you believe. Once we develop an opinion, we're likely to stick with it, even when we're confronted with evidence that challenges that opinion. Take this as an example. You know, If you're at a new job and you have your first interaction with your boss goes really badly and you get it in your mind that your boss doesn't like you. Well, you could go forward and approach this with a scientific mindset and kind of collect data as you keep interacting with your boss and have a running hypothesis on whether your boss likes you or not. But if you're falling prey to confirmation bias, what you're more likely to do is keep note of all the times that you have a less than great interaction with your boss and kind of just ignore all the times where everything's fine. And so you get really entrenched in this idea of yours. And we see this all over from our politics to our personal lives. And it's especially dangerous in investing where you can get an idea about a company and ignore everything that tells you that that idea isn't great. I think one of the things that you can do to prevent this is, of course, to seek out this disconfirming information. You should ask yourself, what information will it take to disprove my idea? And you should look for that information. I think another thing that you can do is ask someone that you trust, a trusted friend, to uh, poke holes in your ideas, to take the opposite side and say, no, here's all the reasons why you're wrong. And if the good reasons outweigh the bad reasons, you just might have a really good idea on your hands. Can people really control their emotions? I mean, you know, you've studied psychology. What are some of the strategies that you can use to um, keep these emotions under control? Well, I think that they can. I think that by being aware and acknowledging that, you know, these are something real that can really hurt your investment decisions, by acknowledging that and by taking active steps to prevent it, investors can really, you know, dodge some of the pitfalls of that. One of the things with prospect theory is that a lot of beginning investors tend to panic sell. They'll see the price of their shares start to fall. They'll see some volatility. They'll get scared and they'll sell out. And a lot of the times that is exactly the wrong time to sell out. You had a good idea. You put in the work, you did your research and a little bit of volatility shouldn't scare you away from your otherwise good plans. 
So in general, I do think that investors should be able to you know, actively take steps to inform themselves and be aware of their own psychology when they're investing. Beginners are going to be confused by this plethora of information that gets thrown at them by trying to um, look at too much news. How can a beginner start to make their own rational decisions and cut out all the noise of uh, the psychology? Absolutely. I think that most of it is just getting your, your psychology in the right place. Be aware of the biases that you might face and take the steps necessary to combat that. I think also, and obviously I'm biased as a value investor, but I think taking a step back and looking at the fundamentals of a company, looking at stock ownership as ownership in a little bit of a company. And I I know that it's a little bit controversial because not all companies give dividends and not all companies provide any sort of meaningful voting rights if you are an individual investor. So it can feel like you're not really an owner in the company. But if you approach ownership with that mindset, then it can help you to really disconnect a little bit between all the noise in stock price and the underlying value of the stock that you have. You're an analyst. So where do you start looking for this kind of value in a company so that you can have some conviction based on your own knowledge as opposed to just wildly reacting to uh, psychological forces? Well, the first place where I like to look is through screens. You know, there are a number of different screens that are both free and paid online that investors can use. And you can screen for such things as growth. You can screen for price earnings. You can screen for all kinds of metrics. And I like to look for companies in that way that are really high quality and appear on the surface level to be cheap. And then it's about just digging deep and doing the research and putting in the work. You have to know where a company is in its competitive landscape. You have to know where a company is in terms of its just basic economic supply and demand. You have to know whether it has good management, whether the management is actually benefiting shareholders. And that's another thing that there is a lot of behavioral inefficiency in because not all managers are looking out for their shareholders. And a lot of it depends on how they're incentivized. You can look in the proxy reports to determine all of this, but you want for your management to be incentivized to benefit the stockholder in the long run whether that is by long-run earnings growth or free cash flow or even long-run stock price, you want for them to have the, the investors in mind. So let's have a look at the bigger picture. What are the collective psychological forces acting on markets? Well, you know, efficient market hypothesis predicts that everyone should be rational and average. But in fact, we see a number of ways that the market isn't rational. You know, like I was talking about before, economists like Keynes and like the value investors have been talking about this since far before it became a major trend in economics. I think that a lot of market inefficiency comes from the relationship that investors have with information. For one, investors tend to overreact to news, especially bad news. Remember prospect theory, people tend to freak out over perceived loss, and this causes people to panic. On the other hand, you know, people 
get overly excited about new ideas and they can overreact on the other side as well. A lot of value investing involves looking at good companies that received some bad news recently, asking the question, did the market overreact? If the answer is yes, then you just might have a bargain on your hands. I think investors incorporate information that doesn't really affect a company as well into their decisions about a stock, oftentimes. Part of this is due to the influence that comes from hearing information from perceived authority. When you hear somebody on the news talk about a company, unless the person speaking is delivering objective, publicly available facts or is an executive at the company, you probably shouldn't pay much attention to what they have to say because they're not really necessarily experts. But general news and you know, general market sentiment really influences the prices of individual stocks, even though the information doesn't directly pertain to those companies. If you found this podcast helpful, please tell a friend, especially if it's someone who needs to start thinking about investing for their future. You'll be helping them and helping me to keep this show on the road. Stocks for Beginners is for information and educational purposes only. It isn't financial advice and you shouldn't buy or sell any investments based on what you've heard here. Any opinion or commentary is the view of the speaker only, not Stocks for Beginners. This podcast doesn't replace professional advice regarding your personal financial needs, circumstances or current situation. And thank you for listening to my podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.